Okay, guess okay, what? We have, have a very guess what? We have special, a very special, exciting guest. <laughs> you never let me talk on this mother. No, that's not true. You always let me talk. Uh, it is an amazing Friday this week because we have the one and only Delta Work. And we're going to be Delta. talking about titties and belly buttons. Tilly's, oh, and you know what we, we aren't talking about? The Delta who's ruining the party. We don't talk about her at all. We talk no. about Delta U, Delta Work, who is doing the good things in the world. We didn't world. even talk about your name being like the Delta variant. But we did talk about fuck it and shit. Mm. <laughs> so listen, I want to shit enjoy- in your ass. Uh, you want to shit was it? in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the show, everyone. Goodbye. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Number is one three. Okay, five three six. Ooh, nine one eight zero. Our email is sloppy Now on with the show. How you slap you stupid little fucks you nasty little fucks you dirty little fucks you stupid little fucks you nasty little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball and that's Big Dipper. And today we're gonna talk about fucking in your shit and shitting in your fucks. And you know who Do you, you are. Shit, and we, you know, we're definitely gonna talk about shit. Listen, we are very excited. Um, I forget when it was, two months ago, maybe? Um, Meatball and I were just sort of like not on the pod talking and we were like, God, don't you just love Very That? And we were both yeah. like, God, we just love Delta. We we're like, we just had her, but we want her back. So, get she's ready back. because she's back! The legendary Delta work in your ears. Hi, Delta. Hi, thank you for having me back. How are you? What a gem. I am because you talked about um, sh- shitting, uh, what is it, shitting in your fuck and fucking in your shit. And I have a, a I-, I could, I have another version of that. Okay. Um, well, let's start me, with oh, that. So, me and Chad Michaels <laughs> used to shit in our own fuck. No, we used to, um, <laughs> we used to talk about people, like we would know queens or other entertainers who just seemed a little off. Uh-huh. And we would always say, I think that person would thrill kill someone. Like they would, you can tell they would thrill kill someone. And <laughs> like we would sort, so we would say, well, what would they do? Like, would they, you know, would they spike a drink? You know, horrible things that they would do. And at one point I said, you know what I think they would do? They would put you on your back. They would pull your knees to your chest. They would open your ass and then they would shit in your ass. And they would shit. <laughs> And that person would shit in your ass. That's how gross they are. That's how spooky they are. That's how wrong they are. And so for ever since, and this is, I'm talking, this is like 2005 that we had this conversation at Rage. And ever since then, if someone it comes up like that someone's gross, I'm like, how gross are they? She's like, girl, they'll shit in your own ass. Oh, they'll shit no! in your ass. And so when you were talking about shitting in your fuck and fucking in your shit i was like that is, that's the new level of it like that's even another level but this person would shit like use your asshole as a toilet can you imagine i the depravity I, it's that's all two I'm girls thinking one about cup. now I'm just it's almost like f- docking with a turd yeah <laughs> yeah it you is. really came on the right show Welcome, and welcome. <laughs> right, you know, first two minutes, we're getting first shit First two talk. minutes, we've been yeah. a shitty asshole. Um, that's amazing. And then that Miranda July movie, You and Me and Everyone We Know. Do you remember that with the little boy who was like, you poop into me and then I poop into you? Do you no. <laughs> what is that? This, like, indie darling feature film had this, like, little boy... F- like fantasizing about people pooping back and forth into one another. What are we Whoa. doing? Okay, Delta, is, does that I happen in know. two girls one cup? Okay, sorry. Whoa, Delta. I gotta know. What is your Starbucks drink order? Because you do a lot mm-hmm. of posting mm-hmm. about the failures that happen mm-hmm. at the specific. What's the store number? Because you do call them out by store number. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> the exact store number, but I know the location. I in, stopped going there. In Norwalk at a drive-thru, and uh-huh. you're like, they can never get it right. How complicated is your Starbucks order? I don't think it's complicated, but I'll tell you what complicates it. What complicates it is people thinking that they remember you from the previous time, and mm-hmm. they go, oh, don't worry, I, I know what your order is. And you're oh, like, no, no, you don't. No, it's it, – it, and, and then also when people tell you, no, I made that drink. I know what's in it. Yeah, but I'm drinking it, and I know what's in it. 
and I can tell you. So this is what's in it, and this is and this is like, and I hear people tell me all the time, "That's way too much sugar," and I'm like, "It's called sugar free though." So it's a ven- a Trenta iced coffee. Okay. Okay. Ten. Wait, a Trenta iced coffee, no classic syrup. Okay. Okay. Ten pumps of sugar free vanilla. Ten. Okay. okay. Yeah. Almond it's milk. It's a Trente. That's like a. That's as big as a bottle of wine. Yeah. Right. You know what so I mean? ten, ten pumps, pumps makes is fine. Sense. Almond milk. Uh huh. And two stevia. Uh, and so, do you? What do they? What fuck does that up? taste like? Um. No. Uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it tasted like everything when it was ten pumps of sugar-free cinnamon dolce, but uh, the vanilla. The vanilla just it, it sort of amplifies a little bit. But see, the sugar-free syrups don't don't have a uh, an artificial um, or, or a sugar substitute in them. So they really are just flavoring. So it's not like it amplifies the sweetness more. Uh. It's just a flavoring. Uh, whereas like if you get like skinny syrups or a company like that, those are a sugar substitute as well. So you wouldn't mm. need another sugar substitute. Oh, so the only sugar substitute are the stevia. The stevia. Are the two stevia. Right. Now, oh. have you? Is that what they fuck up a lot? Is the stevia? No, because if they if they fuck it, I can't taste the difference between the 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 stevia or the well. I I can't. I don't like Splenda in a cold drink, in a hot drink mm. only. But if they if they're like, oh, we only have the pink, I'm like, we'll put two in the pink then, because I'll take it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just don't. I I don't really have a preference for that. It's just that they they don't always put um the any sweetener in it, and they'll say that they did. And, and you're like, Diva, it's not there. So I do you keep there. stevia in your car? I do keep stevia. I keep whatever. If I go to like a restaurant and then they hand me whatever sweetener they have, I'm the old lady that will, whatever's left, I'll just take it. Because, you know, now with the pandemic, there's not like a thing on the table. They just, you have to ask for sweetener for your iced tea. So I will just take, I'll put it in my wallet. You're building like, your collection. I am. And I have a little baggie in my console that has that and <laughs> it has gloves. What the fuck? Uh, Glo- I have gloves. Uh, I, I have thought you meant like driving gloves. I was like, you're out there whipping Ooh. it. No. <laughs> Those little half gloves that only cut the uh, right yeah. of your ball. The ones that yeah. Paris Hilton wears in her cooking show for some reason. <laughs> no. Well, she's trying to protect uh, her hands. So I don't think the drink is that complicated. But, no. you know. But they, I understand. Here's the thing. They, they do a lot. Of, they do make a lot of drinks, you know. And yes, but they, that's what they do. I know, but I, you know, that's why, that's why the, I no longer go to that location because it was a final time where the girl like actually came out to the window. She was like, no, I actually made that drink. And I said, <gasps> I, I understand. Thank you very much. And I just drove away with it thinking not only was there not sweetener in it, it was just entirely not my drink. It was not even the drink I had ordered. Like it was, it was a, probably had like whipping cream and, and frothy this and this and that and the other. And, and I, and I thought, I'm not going to argue with her because she maybe she dealt with a million shitty people. Right. And I'm not trying yeah. to act like I'm so elevated or whatever, but this will only look bad on me. This will never look bad on her. Oh, it will right. always, because I agree that the customer is not always right, but I also agree that the employees are not always well-managed. So, you know, that, you better put that on a bumper sticker. Wait, um, do you know that they can make the drinks? You can order the drinks at Starbucks. Not to make this all about that, but you can order them upside down. Do you know about this? What does this? that mean? It, it just means I, they put the like the whipped cream and stuff on the bottom first, right? It basically means oh. whatever process they're trained by corporate to make the drink, mm-hmm. you can order it the other way around. So a caramel drizzle on the bottom, mm. whipped cream. Then your thing, then the ice, then the espresso shots on top. Like someone, uh, Saturn, uh, this new show I'm producing, Fully Charged with Saturn and Star, Saturn was talking about, oh, her drink is, she orders it like upside down. I get get a Trenta, well, they stopped letting me get a Trenta cold brew. Why? I don't know. I can only get like a Venti cold brew. And so I have to get a Trenta iced coffee. Nah, and so I you would, walk in there with that wallet open and they don't want any of it. They, well, they don't want that. So then I'm like, and then can I get two shots of espresso? So they, basically you're the, you go in and you're the barista. The yeah. I have to, that's what I don't understand. Is like They Starbucks. said, sir, come back behind here and pull your own shots if you want right. to order more. I haven't clocked in though. So yeah. <laughs> I was like, am I getting paid for this? Wait, I want to know about your storage unit because I think this is something that Meatball needs to think about. I have a what? garage that I use as a storage unit. I wish well, I had what you have. 
I do. I wish I had a place nearby. I mean, mine's not far, but well, what you, I'm far, what is, what's I'm the far vibe? from Long Beach. Yeah, what's your vibe? What's the, storage, the storage unit, unit lifestyle like? Horrifying. It's absolutely <laughs> disorganized. Every time I go there, I say to myself, I really wish I had renter's insurance on this, so that way it could go up in a blaze. It is so, <laughs> it is so disorganized. And I'm a very organized person. I know. But that place couldn't be less organized. I'm going to tell you why. It is not a climate-controlled unit. So, oh. therefore, when it gets hot... Um, I go in and I don't want to be in there that long. So I'm like, I'll just put this, these couple of like TJ Maxx bags or Ross bags right here and I'll sort those out later. And then what happens is I keep going back and I keep stacking the stuff and there aren't enough units to like keep things like I, I've realized that because of the heat, if you hang something and it's on those, like, even if they're strong, the strong plastic hangers, they'll start to warp. Yes. Right. And so I thought, well, it also pulls the shoulders out of shit. So I yeah. should probably like fold these up anyway and, uh, and put them in sweater bags or that kind of thing. And I do, I did start doing that a long time ago, but my God, I, that it's makes just, it harder to find stuff. It does. It does. And you have to, you know, have like photos of everything. And yeah. I just, at that point I'm like, well, I, I don't, is it that valuable that I need to like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, what when somebody comes at the back, what's that? What do you think is at the back? Like in the back of the storage unit, like in a box. Um, there, there's a lot. I mean, honestly, there, like I have, still have Christmas stuff in there too. Like it's not just my drag. There's also like Christmas ornaments. Um, I, I'm very, I'm very the person who goes like, af- like I will get up on December 26th at five o'clock in the morning to go look for things that I want for next year for Christmas, like ornaments and stuff. And mind you, I only have half of a Christmas tree. I don't even have a full Christmas. I use a half Christmas tree. Just the front, or like just the front. It goes flush the with the wall. Okay. It goes flush <laughs> with the wall, and it's seven feet tall. So when you're like looking at it, you think it's a full tree, and then when you walk down the hallway, you're like, "Where did the rest of the tree go?" <laughs> the bitch gagged me with that tree. Right. That's, that's funny. Brilliant, but that's though. really smart, though. Yeah. I need that. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, but the problem is, I always think that I need to change the theme of it. Like I'm ha- I don't like I'm in some well, like you movie are into your home. I well, I, I listened to very that, and it seems like you really enjoy decorating. You enjoy making the fragrances nice in the house. You want it to be a lovely experience for yourself. I do. I mean, it's tiny. You know, I live in a two bedroom, two bathroom apartment. But I mean, you know, I I I, I try to think in my mind like, oh my god, this is this big estate, and uh, <laughs> it, none of that's happening. None of that, that's very the movie in but, my mind. But, but you, you you have you such do strong constantly up- post yeah. pictures of beautiful homes that you will one day own. <laughs> Uh, I will never own them. Uh, <laughs> catch you on the porch. You'll be there. You'll be. I see you. I see you moving to like but, Vermont or something. Here's what? the thing. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, well, I was just going to say, I, I always, when I see like, I follow the account Cheap Old Houses. Yes. Right. And they, and I, they, and I just learned, like I never, I just look at their posts. I don't really look at the account. And I just learned that they have a television show, a reality oh. show about their Instagram. Oh. And they go to these places and they talk about them. And they're a married couple and they're absolutely lovely. And um, But when you see these places, you're like, wow, that is $45,000. And they say, oh, we put in 100000 to, you know, reno it. In the apartment building I live in, which is a very small building, right next door, there are uh, two houses or four houses that are in between the next building. And those lousy, gross little houses are half a million yep. dollars. Yep. Half a million dollars. And I just saw this thing the other day that was talking about how, like, they showed a picture of this house in this particular state and said, in, you know, 1999, this house was $200,000. It's now $600,000. And the teacher that lives there made $65,000 then and makes $69,000 now. So where, you know, and so when you think about living somewhere, it's like, I would love to go there and buy that house, but then... How am I going to get, where am I going to, where's the drag shows? Like, girl, you know what I mean? On the porch. You got to bring the neighborhood in. You know, (laughs) it's going to be like one of those movies where you really bring a neighborhood together. Damn. People haven't talked in years. Delta moves in. She's unloading her storage unit. Everyone is side eyeing her because they see the like glitter fall out and like a boa here and the like wigs. a dress. She, they see two men sort of it's unloading everything. And then they come and like they knock on the door and you're in full geese. You open up and you've got like fresh muffins and it's like, who's going to turn this town around? Right. 
It's Delta. And then a little boy or a girl named AJ shows up and you don't know what to do. Don't do all that. Okay. It's called, the film's called Drag Porch. I can see it. (laughs) Get to writing. Get to pitching. Wait, um, speaking of the entertainment industry, can can we talk about the news program with the... That got announced on Deadline? Can you talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. So we filmed a pilot for that. What? Um, yeah. It's Delta and Nina West and Bianca Del Rio and Lyle. Yes. Right. And we did a, we did a pilot for that. Um, the executive producers are the people that produce, or that uh, I guess produce, uh, even though it's not a show, but they produce Politicon, the, uh-huh. the whole thing. And they have a podcast, I believe. And they have... Uh, the the convention itself, Politicon, and they were do, wanted to do a show, and they're pitching this show, and so we went in for a couple of days, and well, it was really one day for for myself and Nina, but um, um, we each took on like Bianca's like an anchor, and then there's a couple of like myself and uh and Lyle's an anchor, and then myself and Nina were like roving reporters as well as special assignment desk, and then I got to do a thing that Lady Bunny got to do for it, which is um called like bar queen where you Mm -hmm. like sort of do a commentary about a few different stories. Uh, And then, so they just did a sizzle reel and released it for, for pitching. You know, who knows? I, I actually, the the exciting part of it for me was that I always wanted to be a news anchor when I was in school. And I always wanted to do that when I was in college, I was going to college for journalism. And so um, I, and then when we were, so when we were on drag race, you know, we got to do like the news anchor challenge. This is so cool. I love this. And, you know, I don't know whether I did great or not great on that, but, Anyway, it's just kind of a full circle thing. Maybe something great will come from it. Maybe not. But either way, it was cool to be included because they were it was a really group, cool group of people. Even though, you, as you know, it's a lot of stuff is pieced together. So not yeah. everybody Girl. gets to really work together, even though it mm-hmm. seems like you're working together. But it was fun. That sounds so fun. Yeah, I I love the idea, especially especially in this day and age when there's so much news coming at us from all places and you know it's like there no shade but i would want to watch a drag news program that also didn't only have news like had editorial had commentary had some entertainment because it's just like and i say no shade meaning like it's not like it's not real news like the the amount of news programming that's out in the world is insane why shouldn't there be a fucking drag news program that would be the place that i would want to get my news right and i love all of y'all's opinions um let's take a quick break and we'll be right back Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, like, yeah. you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff 
Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppysecconds50 at factormeals.com slash sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. We're back. Thoughts? Was that the right (laughs) note, Delta? Do you think I could be a singer? I know you could. But see, I'm not a good singer, so I I guess that opinion doesn't really matter. (laughs) Um, How are you, I want to talk about Executive Suite. Uh Or Suites? Is it plural? I think it's just the suite. It's just the one. one. The one suite. Now, when you go to a hotel, do you ask for the executive suite? I do not. When (laughs) I go to a hotel, I'm telling you, I like to have, I like a good old-fashioned motor lodge. I like my car parked. to be on the first floor. That's what I'm talking about. I don't want to walk anywhere. I want my car right outside the door. Yeah, and I want the the door to open to the outside world. I don't like being inside the hotel. I want to be able to get in and out. You know when you go somewhere, and, and I know, God bless everybody that, that wants to give you the, the really nice room, because they, they want you to have a nice experience, but there, there are some inconveniences that come with that, like getting a, an Uber Eats or a DoorDash order that, because they can't get through the elevator with the fucking key, so then they go, we just left it at the front desk. Well, I'm in my underwear, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. And <laughs> so... This, you're like, and I'm not, I'm not so rich and famous that this hotel has like a bellman service? Like, right. they're not going to run it up to me. Yeah, right. I have to come down here. Or I'm like, I'm in half drag. Like, I, I yeah. don't want to walk through this hotel in drag. Right. Now I'm going to do it halfway done? Dead honest. Like, I am lazier than I am hungry. <laughs> Cause I have, re- I have, yeah, I have like, I have like back stock of food. You know what I mean? Like I can live without a few weeks of meals and I would be fine. So d- if it's down there, I'm like, well, I guess I lost my fucking money. Cause I'm not going to go get it. Like I'm cool. Like if I'm coming back from the show and, and it's still there. All right. I'll, I'll get it. But it's not going Four down. Four hours later, you're like, is there yeah. an Uber Eats order for me? And they're like, oh yeah. Um, I had just, when you said this, I had a flash to a oh. gig. I played a bear event in Fort Lauderdale. No, not a bear event. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What are you doing there? You Fuck off. Fuck you both. <laughs> I played a bear <laughs> event in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and it was, we were at, they put me up at the host hotel. Okay. okay. So full of bears everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I performed. They had uh, a lot of these events. And Delta, you know this experience very well. Sometimes they get very excited, they book talent, and then they have no infrastructure to support that talent. Mm-hmm. So they're excited to put you on the poster, they want a good show, but then you're like, where's the stage? Where are the lights? Is there a sound check? And they just mm. don't have any of those things. Mm. So I played on an outdoor patio, mm-hmm. and I had to play at a certain time because after that there was going to be a sound ordinance. Okay. They were unable to provide a wireless microphone, so I played on an eight-foot tethered microphone to the DJ. The cord had oh eight feet, so I was stuck to it, trying to do my little show. I slayed the show, and when the show was over, the event was done, because we went right up against that sound ordinance, and everyone was trying to go back to their room. Now, this was the host hotel, so the entire hotel was at the patio event. So the line in the elevator was massive. And guess what? It was a bear event. So there were signs that said no more than four people in the elevator because uh, they have like oh, a, so like a 1,000 pound weight limit. So the line to the elevator was crazy. I was so, I was sweaty. I was in a jock strap holding all of my clothes that were like dingy from me stripping and throwing them on the ground. All I wanted to do was like take a shower and lay in the bed. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't want to wait in this elevator. And then I started imagining these elevators are going to fucking break down. They're doing heavy lifting constantly. And people are just waiting in line. I walked 11 flights up 
the stairs after my show just so I could get the peace and quiet in my room. No. No. Mm-hmm. That reminds me. Do you what would the- I have done? You're- Wait? Wait yeah. an hour? Uh, I would have gone to the... Yeah. Just killed just myself. Have a heart attack. <laughs> Check into uh, another hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get a room on the first floor. Yeah. Use my uh, that tip reminds money. me of the time that I did that <laughs> wedding in Las Vegas. And I had to... So uh, the wedding was in the casino at the aquarium in the casino. Okay. So they picked me up from the from my room, basically walked me to the elevator, took me down. I had like... Not security, but there was a usher with me. Put mm-hmm. me in a little golf cart, drove me to the thing. The minute the wedding was over, I was done officiating the wedding. They were like, "Okay, well, we'll see you later." Oh, hey, uh, uh-uh. uh. I walked a full mile, like through the entire casino in full drag. My bra strap snapped, <gasps> and I had those big silicone titties. So then oh, they just yeah. fall. I'm in high heels and I'm not going to take them off. So I'm walking a mile. I'm fat. I'm sweating. I'm sweating through my costume to get in an ele- a full elevator oh with children and families in Las Vegas and have to ride it all 20 floors up just sweating the whole time. And no one is talking to me. No. But, well, you, and the thing is, if they did, you'd have to be like, it's Las Vegas. I'm a Diana Ross impersonator. Can't you tell? <laughs> Can't you <laughs> Diana tell? Ross! Hello. You're that not surprised. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that was wild. Yeah, that, that was is insane. Awful. No, yeah, you're right. It, you, people do that. I mean, they 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 will forget. <laughs> they will forget that like it. Your your not your work is not done once my right. work is done. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's a. This is a full circle moment. Okay. So the we brought up executive suites, hottest ticket in town. Like it this really past is. Year. I get so excited every time Morgan asks me to do it. Yeah, I mean, still fun, still everything's, you know, going great. Um, we uh, actually, the last time me and Meatball worked together there, um, we, we got on the same vibe because sometimes you'll like, you know, and this is not just, a, this is not an executive suite thing. This is just a show thing. And I don't, right. I don't know, Dipper, if you've experienced this too, but yeah. they'll just be like certain people that you can't figure out oh, right. if they're mad or if they're surprised or if they are nervous or what it is but you're you mean like fellow performers or in the audience? N- no, like no people in a, the audience a full okay. table of people in the audience gave me nooch in but the words the of willem me- it was full noochingtons and then she tells me this and i'm like is it the table in the front like to the right she's like yes and i said i don't know what it is and listen not you know not not to uh, it might have been my body hair i think that they mm- might have been there for full illusions and they got me but here's the thing, the thing that surprised me, and maybe it shouldn't, and maybe this is really, really ignorant, and I'll take it on the chin if it is. They, they were, they were like, they were bears, yeah, uh, and they were, there were a couple of like super chubs, uh-huh. and they, we, we thought like, well, we're all, we're, we're all on we're, one uh, team. B- bottom line, where we were all gay men, like, and they were gay. They, uh, well, I, I assumed they were identifying as gay men. Maybe that's unfair of an assumption, but that's what I thought was happening, and we, th- I thought that's what we were giving. And like they were losing their minds for everybody except for me and Meatball. Yeah. Uh, like everybody except for me. And, and then Meatball. there was a part in my song where I was doing Survivor by Destiny's Child, and the part where Michelle comes on, I like cut the music and I was screaming because it was dead air. And I was like, if anyone lip syncs to Michelle's portion, you're getting kicked out. And they all started shaking their heads and like looked <gasps> down and were like, no, no, wagging their fingers at me. And I was like, oh, they really just don't like any of what I'm giving them. At all, but we both, but we both felt it, and I thought, yeah. I, and I've, I've been to places before where it's maybe like, they only like skinny, skinny girls. Maybe I was gonna say skinny white girls, but everyone else on the cast that night was black. Right, everyone was black that night, except for hmm. you. you. I don't know. It was weird. I mean, you know, inter- I don't know if it was some people. Let, cast let's not make it a race war at executive suite. Well, that's what, yeah, that's where we're going, right? Well, some people get on. You know, I, people don't like some people don't like others who are too proud or too free. So. Uh, wow. it, and you know my costumes are proud and free. I'm out there yeah. showing you body hair and skin, like I well, got, like it's something you want to see. It is something. It is something people <laughs> want to see. It is uh, isn't it? It is something. It, it is quite period. something. Well, yeah. This is. I'm curious, Delta, as like a seasoned pro. Do you have any um, constructive feedback to offer Meepal? Maybe on like dressing room etiquette or wig. I don't. I don't <laughs> offer unsolicited advice to anyone. I'm soliciting it. I know, but you're not meatball. You're Dipper. <laughs> Wait, I would say.
say my dressing room etiquette is pretty good. It's lovely. I, just, I try to say like hello it's to lovely. everybody. Tell do you a lay a jokes. towel down and then put your no, I your do main walk earring and then your backup earring? Oh, there's and then never your, any your pre predetermined alcohol wipe and then Shut you up. know you've got your I little black dress in the car just so in bad. case. I hate you so bad. Now that's Delta. Delta I hate also, you so bad. <laughs> watching Delta pack her suitcase during the show is like. Mind blowing. During? Oh, so that you're just because, ready? No, but like because she'll take a costume off and treat it with respect and like put it away, <laughs> and then she'll like take her jewelry and put it away. Like she puts everything where it goes. Whereas me, I'm like literally just throwing shit on the floor and then like stuffing it into the suitcase. And I'm like, I'll take Listen, care of that in a week when I decide to unpack. Well, we all have our own process, but on top of that, I clearly it's an it's it's all acting for me because as I as we said in the beginning. I may have people. I may have people think that it's that organized, but then I completely shit in the ass of the storage unit by throwing all those sweaty clothes in zipped bags in there, oh. and then it's like you know, uh, three hundred degrees, and I'm like, I'll come back next Thursday. I may have shared this a long time ago in this podcast, but the first time, the first harness I ever got. A How though? Harness. I saw you go like this. Ooh, like, do put, it? Put your, like you held your breasts up in clamshells just now. I'm holding them right now. Like oh. your tits. The first, why are my nipples hard? The first harness oh. that I Delta. got, a man named Dean Wolverine up Ooh, in Vancouver cool. bought for me. He cool. very kindly purchased it for me. We were doing like a an interview uh, and he wanted to do a photo shoot for the magazine at a like a gear shop and mm-hmm. they had me like try on different things. And I took like dressing room photos and I was like, Oh, I'd never worn a harness before. And I, I'm sure at that point I was like 28 or 29. And I was like, Oh wow. And he was like, let me buy it for you. So he bought me this harness and I wore it at so many of my shows, an actual leather harness. And I would do just that after the show drenched in sweat. I would take it, throw it in a Ziploc bag. And put no. It in after like three months, the fucker rusted off completely. Like all Damn. the metal rusted, the leather like broke. It got brittle. Like I ruined it because I just had my toxic sweat and put it but in what? like a. You're supposed to let bag. them air dry. And then yes, like, and you're supposed you to even dab, like, it dry, dab it dry. Dry around clean the steel, like the metal. That's what I was going to ask. I would imagine there's be because I know they're expensive, so there'd have to be like a maintenance. Yeah. I want to know about um, holidays for you, Jelta, because mm-hmm. I am not really a holiday person. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care about birthdays. I like remember last minute. I'm sort of like, if I think about you, I'll buy a gift. That's like the that. kind of like, yeah. I like that. oh, I saw this thing. I thought about you and they're like, it's March. It's not anything. And it's like, well, no, here you go. But you love holiday tradition. I mean, you love holiday decoration. You just posted that the days are getting shorter, and so you went and bought a new bunch of new fall fragrances. All I had to. Well, and this is you <laughs> had know, to. That's had what I'm going to I get to. Actually, what do you am, mean you had? To? Well, and that's the thing is, I didn't really have to because I had the back stock that I got them for ten cents <laughs> each last year after Christmas sale. And they're still good. And I treat myself throughout the year to burn uh, like one week a month. I will burn the Christmas ones because I don't want to waste them because I'm afraid that the next season I'm not going to be able to get them again. I know that's oh. crazy. Uh-huh. So, uh, okay. I have, I have. To, <laughs> you throughout realize the, Christmas th- comes every year. You're going to get those scents somehow. One way I'm going to get them. So capitalism will forever and always be baked into the. Now, you seem like you're an oil season. burner. You like to burn oils. I, I like I like everything. I actually just what I what I just started doing is a Bath and Body Works hack. Which is, you can buy this Airwick diffuser that is uh, like $9. And it comes with an oil, but you can save that way. You can use it or not. And then you can get the Wallflower plugins from Bath & Body Works that always go on clearance and they always go on sale. And you can take that out and shove it inside of there and it fits exactly. So your thing, instead of like the air, the uh, Wallflower one, just kind of like slowly letting it seep out. This one, you can set it so it, like, it goes puff, 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 puff. <gasps> And so it's it's stronger. And then, you know, if you're really crazy and you go to Las Vegas and you stop off at the Bath and Body Works outlet, then you can get all of the ones from that are on clearance and then you'll have a stock of them. I I, I love. Yeah. Well, that, that goes back to like the scent thing. But the scent thing is very Christmassy to me. And the holidays in general. I, I don't know why I love the holidays. I really I, you know, I we I certainly was not raised with money. Um and certainly I don't have money, but I mean, you know, I'm not struggling by any means, but, um, you know, 
I, I, I love the spirit of the holidays. I love the scent. I love, I love the weather for sure. I mean, I'm built for the fall and the winter. Oh, absolutely. Yep. So what are we doing this summer? Because it's been hot. Yesterday was hot, hot. Is it hotter up there where you are than it it's, is in LA? It's hot to me. I mean, yeah. I'm in this, like when we do podcasts and I'm in the room, it's like I have the air conditioner off, the windows shut. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, especially here because the fucking kids are always screaming. So <laughs> it's, that has never stopped. That has not stopped. And it's not going to stop. Um, but yeah, the, I, I don't know why I love the holidays so much. Um, I always think of the summertime being obviously like, uh, uh I think of it being like for people who are active, and yeah. not active. I like to just like, the, the, my, my activity is maybe taking a stroll so I can go like in a, in an area where there's like four shops and then I can like hold my scarf like this and like go in and then buy an overpriced ornament and then take it and go, this doesn't fit on, this doesn't go with the theme of my tree, but I had to buy something cause I pretend I'm in a Hallmark movie <laughs> and then it's done. And then I save that and I give that as a Your gift scar. to someone. Is So that is your favorite. Um, like if you had to list a favorite physical activity, it's strolling. pretending to be wearing a scarf. No favorite physical activities. Complaining. <laughs> you do that with your whole with your body. whole chest. I do that with my whole body. With your whole, my whole. I do it with my whole. Yeah, <laughs> my whole complains. Because meatballs been to over here plantation. I sure did. Meatball's been over here trying to talk to me about coming to work out with me because I've been going to see this trainer. I want to, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to get fit because I, I don't know if you heard, but uh, the UPS the other day, a man told me he liked my tits and it sent me into a spiral. So, uh, wow. unprovoked, unprovoked, Meatball is waiting was in line. my own business. Walked past him, stopped, looked. Like, like your, tits. your tits. Was he hot? No. No. Huh. This is what were you wearing? Is, what kind of blouse were you wearing? It was this a is, it was a salt wash jersey, so it was a little thinner on. It was on the thinner side. You could okay. kind of see through. You it. could see the nips. You that could, didn't you make you happy that somebody liked your tits. <laughs> it just I don't know how it made me feel. I still don't know what it made me feel. I just wasn't expecting it. Right. A nice like your haircut because I had just gotten my haircut. That would have been lovely, mm-hmm. but like your tits, kind of threw me for a loop. Do you think he liked your tits or he was trying to read? Like, because you know, I, I don't know. I don't, it was no, I'm not saying I'm reading. It was I just know how fags are. Up, down, like your tits and kept walking. <laughs> well, is you there know, another like, word he could have been saying? N- like, I like your, like your, like shit. your, I like hits. your shit. Like your shits? Like your like hits. Your he hits. likes your music. Yeah. Oh, you look like Bruno Mars. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 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 He thought I was Bruno Mars. And there we <laughs> And there we solved it. Wait, Delta, did you used to let men fuck your tits? No, I. there's no pleasure in that. for Maybe for them. Yeah. But not for me. Yeah, but you don't want to please You never man. lived so that now fantasy? you're not into pleasing men? You were like, get that dick out and fuck my tits. No. No. I know. I would. I'm not knocking it. I just. I don't think I've ever done that. Do you know anyone who fucks in shit? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm sure I've done worse. I mean, I've never fucked in shit. Um, <laughs> but I. Um, I don't. No, I don't think I've ever done do. that. I don't think I've ever. But I'm not knocking it. I. I guess because, you know, it would. It for the for that to look uh, uh, be as pleasurable as as it looks like it uh, the that it possibly could would involve half of it being a nerf ball. So the, mm. the the visual of that, then they. So would you be don't like, have the meat. You don't have that much chest. Not meat. really. I mean, oh. there is there's stuff there, obviously. Like you know what I mean. But it's just you know that's like two like they're flapjacks. You know, it what couldn't I'm be free floating. You'd have to be like in the in the brazier, right. In the thing, right? Right. Exactly. And I, you know, if there, I mean, if there was some sort of like compensation involved, absolutely. I'm sh- yeah. I don't see a problem with that. What sort of activities would you engage in when you would pick up? men at the bar yeah when you were the woman oh everything i mean uh, you know anal sex oral sex uh reciprocating of course um uh you know mutual release mutual release release. full circle reciprocation Uh, um, girlfriend experience of course absolutely now how far do you take that fantasy yeah like when you're doing the girlfriend experience do you say like um Put it in me. Oh, no, do you fuck say my like? Pussy? <laughs> I mean, I talk like that anyway, right? <laughs> I talk like that at Starbucks. That's why they don't want me to come back. 
Not that they're like, like, ma'am, just need... take this sugar-free whatever and get out. <laughs> She's right. like, I need 10 pumps in my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you told my friend that you liked vanilla. her tits, but you didn't tell me. <laughs> No, I I mean like would you go so far like how how I'm always curious the girlfriend experience mm-hmm. hey babe yeah what do you want to eat for dinner tonight that whole thing cuddle blah 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 but then it's like uh you know next month we got to go see your mom like do you do that oh, sort of no. girl? well I'm not I was I I never I didn't have a, uh, a a boyfriend while I was you know in in drag and no, I know but if you're giving the girlfriend experience what'd you say me Paul were you picking these people up at peanuts. Sometimes, yeah, but you know, back in the day, we that we mostly used like uh, like AOL chat was the thing, and then we would go to like the the Queen Mary, which was in Studio City, the Oxwood Inn. I've been to um, the Oxwood Inn. Yeah, places like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, now, wow! Do you think Meatball could have ever gotten a gig at Peanuts? Uh, yes, no. I do. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. I thought it was more for the. This is the uh, thing illusionist. about no. This is the thing about peanuts. So that was so cool. Is that so? Fridays would be the um, the w- Mondays and Fridays were technically when the majority of trans crossdresser uh, and and admirers would be there. Okay, so that's what would happen. Mondays was almost exclusively in the show would be trans performers. Mm-hmm. And it would be mostly kind of a strip moment and sexiness. Fridays would be trans and, and drag performers together. You would see a drag person on Monday, but it would be either hosting or as a fill-in host kind of thing. Gotcha. Mm. Saturdays was cinematic. The night was called cinematic. And cinematic was, uh, and it was S-I-N, cinematic. Ooh. And it was everybody. So you would be, see goth people there. You would see rockabilly people there. You would see plenty of gay people um, Sundays was um, Velvet. It was called Velvet. The night was called Velvet. So all of these would overlap, even though there might be a predominance of one or the other. The whole weekend would overlap. So you would get right. people that would go, oh, my God, I saw you on Saturday. Come to Friday. Like, why, oh. why, bring, bring your thing Friday. Like, let's do Friday. Or, or hey, you're really good on the mic. Would you want to just come in and, like, just host on Monday because I need a fill-in host kind of thing? Sa- uh, uh, Saturdays and Sundays, there wasn't really a drag show per se. Mm-hmm. It was just a party and like there would be go-go dancers and stuff. Do you yeah. think things like that have a harder time existing in the age of social media? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's why. Mm-hmm. That's why because, you know, once upon a time, uh, we, you know, I talked about like cruising. Uh, you yeah. said, did you meet these people at Peanuts or whatever? I did or, or on AOL. Um, or when Vaseline we used Alley? To, yeah. Yeah. Romaine Street. You know, like when we used to have to like cruise that's when you would be able to encounter so many different people because uh, you didn't know what your proclivities were or w- what it is that you Work. liked. So you you learned about them by going, you know, you would call your friend and be like, girl, you're not even going to believe it happened. Last night I went home with this cowboy. No, he's really a cowboy. Like, and it was everything. Or you'll be like, girl, this guy, you know, that the really tall black guy, he's a total bottom. And I thought he would have been a top. Like these things, you know, you broke down these stereotypes yeah, because right. you had to learn to talk to people and meet them. Now, when people, because we all have apps, you can just type in there, I, I want this specifically and I'll wait for it to come to me. And when it finally yeah, right. comes to you, then you can go, all right, mm, those three aren't exactly the ones I wanted, but at least they are, you know, Asian, 5'7", and this. So once I hit those things, now I'll pick the best one. Or this one's Hispanic and da-da-da-da. And when it finally comes to you, will you go down to the front desk and get it? Right. Or you'll make it come up to your room? Damn you. (laughs) So that's the the thing. So people, when they (laughs) go to club... If you ain't ever done it, you don't know. (laughs) I don't think... That's why you make sure you get the hotel that you don't need the key card access in the... the That's why you want the door out to the street. A door out to the street. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... And that's why I don't think people go to clubs anymore to cruise anybody. They're like, oh, I already have that lined up for later. That's already lined up. I'm not worried about that. I'm just going to go party and floss, and I want everybody to, like, look at me, and I want everybody to tell everybody, you know, I'm this, that, and the this, that, and the other... And then, um, but my trade is already lined up. Wow. That's a, it's now a trans, it's transaction. You it know what I mean? It truly is transactional. And there, it's so easy that I feel like it takes the fun out of even trying to talk to people at the club. Sure. Because the only reason, I mean, 
not the only reason, but one of the main reasons that you would talk to people and like jump from group to group and make new friends was to see like who you were interested in, who you yes. wanted to talk to. And now it's all about like that guy has a million Instagram followers. Let me try to talk to him. Like it's like yes. such right. like a transactional experience at the club. I've been noticing that a lot and I don't like it. I liked, do you, I remember when I first started and like Instagram wasn't that big of a deal yet. Mm-hmm. And it was easier to just be a drag queen and, like, go to WeHo and just talk to all the queens there. And right. now it feels like there's, like, oh, you're not on my level. You like to fucking shit. So it's like. <laughs> right. What do all right. Do? Let's, let's take a break and we can all go fuck our own shit. We'll be right back. did a wonderful show with bitch pudding at outfest where she truly danced for three and a half minutes straight non-stop dancing ran on the stage collapsed fell to the <gasps> ground and was like uh, 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 and i was like bitch that's what you get for being a lyrical dancer she committed i haven't yeah. seen that in a long time that marley floor i saw that that looked like a real full dance it was studio. a full dance and she did at one point like she wanted to do you could see her she wanted to do a cartwheel so bad but you but know her, her shoulder. shoulder she had she all had that surgery. surgery on it yeah so she couldn't do it so then she just did like a high kick and then <laughs> at like the peak of the song she gets all the way up to the back of the stage and runs like Full speed slides at the audience, the slides into a split, and like <gasps> because the floor was Marley, she slid halfway across the stage. I was like, "She's gonna fall! She's gonna hit somebody!" She Damn. like put so much momentum behind it. I was, I haven't seen it. I have performance like that in a long time. There's a certain segment of live performers that the pandemic hit really hard mm-hmm. in our age group, in our size group. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> that it was mm-hmm. like it was like remember when you used to be able to go five minutes and be okay but yeah. now 90 seconds and you gotta tap out oh yeah my first gig back was at a, at, at executive suite and everyone was like yeah my song is 15 minutes long i, I did one five minute song and nicole handed me a shot and she was like are you okay <laughs> like in my performance because i just couldn't walk anymore <laughs> Girl, it's exhausting. It's a, it's a distance. It is, and it's a distance because you're going up and down the stairs, and then you're out yeah. on the asphalt, and it seems like a limited space, but you're like kind of making circles. Yeah, yeah. you got to do. You got to do loops. Yeah. So okay, so we were talking about um, social media and being out of the club. I I've brought this up on the podcast numerous times. I want to in my bottom. life. You want to figure yes. But I also, in my life, want to figure out a way to like become uh, an investor or a co-owner or go into business in a way around a bathhouse that honors the history of bathhouses, but also sort of makes them a more accessible place and maybe cleaner. D- clean meatball is big on cleaning yes cleaner but also like there's something about them that they're never good and i'm like Mm. if if you're paying x amount of dollar i mean i've been to bathhouses where the entry fee is fucking 10 bucks and then i've also been where it's like 40 bucks and it's like if you're paying that much money for people to come in here you should be able to afford like better layout better amenities if you were to like be consulted delta on the creation of a bathhouse Mm-hmm. What are some things that you think would help make it a better mm. experience? Well, my main experience with that uh, was at the the Midtown Spa in downtown LA. Uh-huh. Been so there. that was my main. And then I've never been. No. Been there, gotten recognized there. <laughs> and then one time before that was, or no, after that, um, was not actually, I, I wasn't a, a participant. I wasn't an what is it? An unwitting participant. Okay. Um, uh, I, it was in Colorado Springs and the nightclub that we worked at, you had to enter through the bathhouse to get to, and it, and it really exists. It exists that way. And it's sickening. It's fierce. And so you, you're, when you walk in, it's like, Oh, are you going to the club or are you going to the bathhouse? Cause they're attached. And it was like me, pork chop, uh, 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 mayhem. Like there was a ton of queens working. We were like, "That is the bathhouse. I've never That's seen this amazing. before." Cool idea, right? Yeah, um, I love that. Uh, well, what would be? Uh, well, I. This is what I say. I say for sure, 
something that would really matter is to make available oversized and or beach towels yes. not just on bear or chub nights yeah make them available make them available the way that you would make sizes of t-shirts available when you check in whether you're getting a room or a locker they ask you uh, is there what size towel would you like love that and then that. they'll upcharge you for the larger one but you know they will but i want that i want uh, you know i want people to have the option of having i think the towel matters um, the music, can there be a vote for music? Yo, the what, music what is like? such, like, I have been where the music is so bad and there's only like t- 10 songs on the playlist. So uh-huh. it's like within, within 40 minutes it's looped and you're like, wait a second, how long have I been here? Like, maybe is that a five hour playlist you... or you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, you know what it, song always reminds me of the bathhouse for some reason? And I don't know why. And I love it. Um, Nowhere Girl by B Movie always reminds me I don't, of the. Bathhouse. I don't know that one. I don't know that song. You gotta oh my god, Dipper, find it right now. Play it right be now. Be free. Do not you ever wanna be? They played that at a bathhouse that I've been to. Yeah. What about like, what, what about the, the theme? Nowhere to Girl. Queer. Nowhere as well. Girl. Let's You're get soaking wet. They don't play that at the bathhouse. Is this it? Yes. This always reminds me of the bathhouse. What? Yeah. Especially the begin the beginning of the extended mix is like. I don't know that I would want to be second dick to this song. Yeah. Well, the, you know the the, the Midtown was. Um, Midtown used to be kind of spooky, especially when you get down to the basement. You would almost feel like I could be murdered in here. I mean, it is still very spooky down in the basement. It, does it, is it still open? Do, or is it even though the pandemic is happening? It is open. Um, oh. One thing that I think is interesting is How like you know? I was I was having this because I, I saw it was open. Oh, you saw. Oh, I, I went. just saw that it was I open. Went. I saw. I saw it was open, so I went. I went to the. So you're done room. cruising because you think the cops are going to get you now. No, I'm I'm always in the Macy's uh, seventh floor, floor. seventh floor, seventh what floor they dressing room. By they the called Levi's. in to let us know we had it wrong. It's the seventh floor dressing room in the Levi's. The back seventh two. floor. What are you guys talking about? Anyhow, um, Which this you know, is my yeah, suggestion. You, you act like you don't never been to a Macy's. Yeah, you never <gasps> been to the bathroom in the Macy's. Second okay, dick well, of an employee in, in Lakewood. It's in the basement of the Macy's. Okay. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> No, this would be my suggestion. Get it get it on this. First of all, whoever decided the the height level of the glory hole mm. must have stopped growing at five feet because they're always too low. Mm-hmm. And I so think they need make to make glory ovular, holes long. Yeah, long and tall. So that a taller person or a shorter person could be there. And then get this. You know, like in church, how there's a pew? Yeah, and lean a sliding forward. door. Oh. No. No, that's not a pew. A bench. That's not a pew. That's a bench. But you know when you kneel forward to pray, you can flip down a little yeah. kneel rest for your yeah. knees. Imagine if the dick sucking boots had that and it was your choice. You could just tip it down and then not have your knees on the floor. Right, right, right. Well, what about if you had like maybe some almost like a, a shower cap, right? Okay. But it it like sort of snaps on around the glory hole. That way, if it hasn't been used for a while and like, you know what I mean? And it's no just like, splinters or no other right. people's uh, right. liquids yeah. and germs. Not that you don't want the group, but the fact is the that group. like, you don't want the group from two weeks ago and it's all like right. dried and you're like yeah. scratching it like tapioca on the wall. Like I don't want, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but you want it me, fresh, that's group. fresh group. Yeah, like a seat it should cover. come with it's like, like a, a seat cover. Yeah, a seat cover, or there should just be a bottle of ninety nine percent alcohol and a rag that you can wipe it down with. Yeah, I like that, girl. I love these ideas. Okay, I do have a quick our final segment of the story. We've been of oh, the we, show. Yeah, we've yeah, been yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. doing this, but we're running out of time here. Our final segment is fuck talk. It's a portion of the show where you can tell us an uncomfortable or strange sex story that happened to you. Normally, oh. we prefer them to be funny, but if you want to get de- emotional and sad, I cried once. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so I, I can lead by example here. Yes, um, I have an insane story to share, which Please is go. Um, I, 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 as of late, when everything sort of opened back up. I started to to do a lot more sexual exploration again. 
And I was at an event where people paid money to be in a room together and have group sex. Oh. And a man, um, basically the moment he caught my eye, pulled up on me immediately, started like in on my neck, like kissing, like grabbed my body. And he already had his dick out. And I was like, well, great. I like sucking dick. So I dropped to my knees and I started sucking his dick. He's moaning. Like, I was like, this is great. And it, it sort of blindsided me. And I was like, but everything I was touching and feeling felt pretty good. And I was like, I'm into all this. Let's do it. And I was sucking his dick for a while. And I had to sort of like reorient myself. And so I stood up. Because I was kind of backed into a corner. And then and he, he saw your body. And he leaned in. And he said, oh, man, how much do you weigh? Dang. Oh, dang. So he's a, he's a feeder. He wants to see you grow. And I, I gave him the good old, like, two taps on his shoulder like the, And I said, excuse me. And I walked away. Because here's the deal. I know what I look like, and I know how much I weigh. And I'm happy if you want to- Why wouldn't you just said that and then kept sucking? And I'm happy if you want to worship my belly. Worship. But it it triggered a little, like, middle schooler, like, insecurity. Like, Mm. I want him to say, like, I love your belly. Wow, you're so big. Mm -hmm. Like, what a a big guy. Like, any of that would have been good, but he was like, what are the numbers that the scales say? That it's so, was clini- so clinical. Or yeah. Something. How much do you weigh? I was sure. just like, Girl, I like what are you going to take my temperature know. too? What are you, my yeah. doctor? So um, that was that was kind of a a, a turn off for me. Can y'all huh. tell me if I was sexually assaulted? Oh no. Sure. I was in the fashion fabric district the other day. Okay. Then yes. <laughs> I went to a store that was next to Alex. Whatever. It's on. I want to say it's on Maple. Anyway. Um. And as I was shopping in the store, uh, the employee, the man who owns it, I'm assuming, came up and, like, rubbed against me, mm-hmm. like, down an aisle, rubbed against me, and then grabbed his junk at me. Okay, is he shorter with gray hair and a mustache? Absolutely. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. I reached up to say, like, can I get this lining fabric? How much is it? It was too expensive. But while my arm was up, my shirt lifted, and he put his finger in my belly button. <laughs> Oh. I don't oh. mean to laugh. I'm he sorry. put his thing <laughs> while he grabbed himself, and I said, Excuse me, sir, I must leave. And he's like, I will give you a good deal, my friend. This lining fabric is like $12 a yard. And I was like, That's not a good deal. And I left. Was I sexually wow. assaulted? Well, I, I, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the How plan. do you know this man? Do you get a discount when you go? No, but I know who you're talking. I think I know. If we're thinking of the same person, like I'm thinking if you're, uh, it's, I don't know if it's on Maple though. So it could it's be someone on, else. It's on eight. I think it's on a, ver- it's on a street numbered street. Maybe. Okay. Nine. So like, I, I feel like it might be next to the store where they have all of the, uh, uh, tablecloths. Yes. Yes. And then also Mikey's fabric is down there as well. Yes. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. He's, he's actually not a bad looking man. Like he's an older man and he's short. Very short. He's he short and he has me. a mustache and he's very like, he's very, he's very, tries to be very friendly, but yeah. he tries to do all of that towards the back. And there's a younger Hispanic guy that works in the front too. He must yeah. know that's going on. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, I think that, I think it comes down to, remember when I told that story and you told me my story about my massage and you told me I was sexually assaulted, but I yeah. said, no, I just felt like it was like a shitty experience, but I don't feel like. Assault. Like, how do you feel about it, Meepal? Well, I was a little upset because it was the only store that had the matching fabric in a chiffon and a stretch. Mm. And I really wanted that. But how about the rubbing and him grabbing his crotch and the belly button? Like, do you think that's a funny story to share? Or do you feel yeah, like it was like... Yeah, I thought that was, was funny. Like, I think too. If, it, if I would have let it go further, I probably would be more disgusted. But I right. just, I was like, I'm going to remove myself from this. Um, because he, he wasn't even going to give, like, for all the touching, he wasn't giving me that good of a deal. Not for all the touching. <laughs> I mean, you know, I guess everybody, you ha- every man has his own special dream. And-, <laughs> and his dream was not coming true that day. Now, had he said, like your tits, maybe would have been a different thing. Right. Maybe, maybe that I would have been like, oh, I do like it now. But right. no. All I got was a dick grab and a finger in my belly button. The finger in the belly button is the weird part, I think. 
Was he going to fuck my belly button? I don't know. I think maybe he was just trying to, maybe he was trying to gauge cleanliness. <laughs> well, listen, well, we've made it to the end of the show. Oh, like okay. oh, do I have a story I want to tell? Well, I, you know, actually, I, maybe, yeah. I, I don't, can't think of anything too, like, crazy that's happened sexually, but I can think of sort of uh, a, a situation where, where you talked about the guy asking about your weight. Oh, and yeah. I was thinking about this yesterday. You know, I a lot of my growing up in drag really did take place in Palm Springs because um, I started working in Palm Springs. And, oh my God, this is this sounds so awful. This sounds so weird to hear. I started working in Palm Springs at the turn of the century. Um, ah! yeah, I started. Oh my God! Literally. Literally, I stay. I was at two cans for seventeen, almost just at the eighteen-year mark before we moved out from there and started working somewhere else. And there's still shows happening there, but we we parted ways for uh, many reasons. Um, but I can remember we used to go out there all the. Me and my friend Vanity, Vanity's the one that got me like working out there, and we used to go and we had busted cars with no air conditioning, and we thought we were living the life. But I felt like at that time we were sort of setting up the Palm Springs scene because. Um, Toucans was brand new, was brand new. Uh. And we were part of that. And um, we used to go, we would hang out, um, stay overnight. And and we would do, a lot of times we would either stay in drag or sometimes we would get out of drag. But I remember it was the first place where I ever encountered someone um, who I thought was like sort of out of my, out, out of my, Sort of, I don't know the term that I'm looking for. Out of my, you know, when you're like, oh, I could out never get a guy league. like out that. Out of your league. Yeah, too, out of my league. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. And it Ooh, was I this, love that. Yeah. And this man like came up and this is, I'm talking like 2004 maybe at this point. So I've been there a couple of years. He came up and he was just like perfect teeth, like six, four, just done up. Look, look, it was at the bar by himself and just kind of, it was one of those nights where it was like towards the end of the night. And I, I just like, he like, I walked up to get a drink uh, and my friends were outside and he was like, Hey, how you doing? And he just started chit chatting for a second. And he's like, uh, so anyway, yeah, well, oh, so you do shows here. Oh, that's cool. And it seemed very comfortable. And he leaned in and he goes, or no, he goes, so are you ever, do you ever hang out in Palm Springs or you live in Long Beach? I said, well, I'm in Palm Springs for work, but sometimes we stay the night. And then he like leaned in and he goes, well, I'm going to give you my card. And the next time you come here, I want to fuck the shit out of you. Uh! And. I like looked at and him. And then he like, wants to I, fuck in the shit. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I and I looked like I remember feeling like so like like def- like I felt like my shoulders dropped and I felt defenseless because the aggression in which he said it, he said it like he was absolutely serious and he was absolutely excited about doing it. But I could only um, describe that same sort of aggression with the in the manner of somebody saying something insulting to me. Oh, so I almost felt like he was, I almost felt like he was making fun of me. And then, but he handed me his card and I was like, I just kind of went, yeah, totally. And like, I like walked away thinking, is he going to hit me or is he like, why would he spend that time talking to me? Because there's all these really good looking guys. Like, why would he want Mm. to talk to me like that? I had nothing like him. So I thought, I remember I kept that card for a while. And then like maybe a month later, I like, I called the number. And he answered and I was like, hey, you know, I told him who I was. And he was like, yeah, you should come to my place in Palm Springs. Like, let's hang out sometime. So I remember going to his house (gasps) and it was a beautiful, beautiful, you know, totally mid-century, you know, what you would imagine. Mm -hmm. He came out really comfortable, was like, hey, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. And uh, went inside. He's like, can I get you something to drink? And I was like, oh, you know, he's like, I just made some iced tea. And he just like drops his clothes and he's like, you want to get in the hot tub? And fully like it was a wild like erotic wonderful experience and he was super cool and it happened a couple of more times and then something happened where I just never like it sort of fell to the wayside but he was like literally I remember walking around thinking I'm gonna see if there's a partner here like you know what what's happening here what was our camera set up he was totally a single professional man who that was his his interest. I was his interest at that time. And I rem- just remember thinking it was the first time that I ever, I I felt like for lack of a better term, like it was like a, like an introduction to manhood in a way. Yeah. Like it was a, it was a thing where I was like, wow, like I never would have thought, but like, and I kept thinking to myself, 
but when is he going to say something insulting? Like, mm-hmm. when is it going to, It's he doesn't mean this. Like, he's doing this to, as a joke or as a dare or, and it wasn't. I, I don't think it was anyway. I mean, it would. I don't think it would have happened three I times. I fucking love that. That's so horny. It's weird, I know, but I never really no, talk about that. No, it's horny. It's a good That's story. It's horny. I like that. But I just remember thinking, and every time, every time since, and there, and there had been other situations with like, you know, like. Uh, panty sniffers or drag chasers or whatever you want to call them at that shows in Palm Springs as well. But this was not, this was totally like, no, I'm didn't, not interested in you in drag. I've actually never seen what you look like in drag, but I hear you just said you do drag. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking to you about. I'm talking to you about this. Oh, that's what, was, what was the dick like? Enormous. <laughs> Enormous. <laughs> like stupid, like stupid. Like it was, I, but I mean, I was a stupid. kid, you know, like or I was in my twenties. So, Oh my Go gosh. Off. Go off. That's amazing. Thank you for that story. All right. It's time to wrap up, Delta. Well, thank, thank you for having thank me. So I want to come back again. I yeah, like you're please. welcome. Literally anytime. anytime. Next uh, time you can give me advice on my drag. No, She'll next time you can then. give me advice on my drag. I have how- nothing. I have nothing to say. Your drag is perfect. No, well, I just get ready and I stand in one spot and hope people give me money, <laughs> honey. But if you and watch the shoulders and the glances and the, po- the pointing with the nails, she—it's all the, very calculated. The blow, you know the I mean? kiss blow. That's why I love the when you give the glance back. Not mm. the one back. Look back at it. But look, look back, back at it. it. Well, thank um, you you so can much hear Delta for- every oh. Monday on Very That with Delta and Ra- Why are you looking at me? Because I just jumped on, on you? me. It's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, well, bitch. let me do my bit and then you can do your bit. Okay. <gasps> you can hear Delta every Monday uh, on Very That with Delta and Raja, an amazing podcast here on the Mom Network. Uh, and if you have uh, Forever Dog Plus, you can hear it on Sundays a day early. No ads. Look yeah, baby. So thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com or call in with your fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Our personal Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Ooh, Goodbye. I love that. Delta's coming for my job. Goodbye. doodle doo doo Forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 